Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for now. Because you are the God of now. The present. The present continuous. You are not of the past. And you are not something that we wait to see in the future. But you are always here. And you are here now with us. We thank you, Father. That we are alive. We thank you for all these beautiful gifts that you place on our life and in our heart. The revelations about you. Our health, our strength, our ability, but most importantly, our communion with you. The opportunity to spend that time with you in, in communion. Where we are one with you in the spirit. Where we can patiently sit to listen to what you have to say about things. Where we can ask you questions. Where we can bring all our challenges, all our discussions and come to our father. About the concerns, about the decisions we need to make. We thank you, Lord, that you bid us come, draw, and drink from you again every single time. We thank you, Lord, that we are able to acknowledge you at the start of every new thing that we make, at the start of every new decision we take. We don't have to wait till the end. But even if we do, then even there, we are able to call on your mercy. If things didn't quite go well, we are still able to call on your mercy and you are willing to pour grace into our lives. We thank you, Lord, for that unchangeable, everlasting love. We thank you, Father, for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts every time we come to you. And we share the same, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you, those that have turned away from you. And yet you are willing to give each one of us one more chance. Perhaps that we would turn back. We thank you, Father, that your ways are high above our ways, that you don't run out of patience that easily. It is your love that overtakes your anger. We thank you, Father, that you are abounding in grace and mercy. We share your peace and joy, Lord, with all those also that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them as we offer our faith to stand in that gap. And remembering all of these, Lord, we call on your name, the name of our maker, the name of our creator, the great I am. The one who is the ancient of days, the rabbi, the teacher, the father of all ages. The God of Abraham, the God of Jacob, the God of David, the God who always remembers his covenants. The God who always honors faith and the God who always is willing to show mercy. The one who is our goodness, our fortress, our high tower and our deliverer, our shield and our strength in whom we trust. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who came as an embodiment and to remind us of this nature of the father, the one who actually taught us to call God our father, that he is not a distant king 
who oppresses. And we shall see more of it today in our reflection. He is the Lord, our redemption, the author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny, our rock, our refuge, our foundation on which we can build our Christian life. And he is the prince of peace and the prince of righteousness. We thank you, Lord. And we pray in the name of your spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the seal of the age to come, the one who reveals the deep and secret things of the Father to us, the only one who is authorized to search the archives of the mind of the Father and bring a solution that fits our circumstances. It is he who prays on our behalf as well with sighs and groans too deep to utter. It is he who is here to partner with us in our prayer and he will never leave us. He will be with us even unto the end of our time. He is the one who heals our backsliding and the one who has made the God who has made his tabernacle within our body. That this body of sin could instantly be transformed into a temple of the living God. We didn't know it until he came. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer where we can combine your word and your spirit and speak in authority as your adopted child. We thank you, Lord, that you give us that positional advantage in Jesus, where we are seated high above all principalities and powers, so that when we speak and seated with him, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, in his throne when we are seated with him, and we speak his word, that word becomes the authority and the law. And it must be fulfilled, it cannot fall to the ground, and so we herald that power every single time we pray. We thank you, Lord that you have blessed us with the gift of angels and destiny helpers, so that we might not remain weak, vulnerable, that we might not be left without help. And we thank you, Jesus, that you cover us by your blood covenant, the new and the eternal covenant that you made as a man with God, so that we can be covered under it, and you stand as our high priest at the altar of the Father, at his throne of grace. We thank you, Lord. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make. <clears throat> and every person that is part of this prayer meeting, every member of every family that is part of this prayer group, by the precious blood of Jesus. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, Accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord. From Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word 
that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. And thank you for the discernment to choose life. And thank you for teaching us about the power in our words, Lord, during this current Bible study session. Let us imbibe every single element of that teaching into our spoken word and into our prayer life. That we shall stand more than conquerors. That we shall stand victorious. That we shall stand abundant and dominant in the earth realm and in the spirit. We thank you, Father. Today I'd like to reflect on it being time, it is time to shut some doors in your life. In Revelation 3 verse 20, Jesus says, I stand knocking at your door. But it is also important for us to note that the devil also stands knocking. And just as Jesus goes on to say in Revelation 3.20, this I will come in and I will dine with that person and he with me. The devil can do the same. It's hard to tell in most cases. Remember that the devil masquerades as the angel of light. And if you give him an opportunity, then he seeks to steal and devour. All it takes is opening a door to him. So it's up to your discernment to gauge who you are opening that door to. Who is it that stands knocking and whose voice will you heed to? So let's look at the differences between the voice of God and the voice of the devil. Now pay close attention. We'll go through a list of differences. God always convicts. The devil condemns. So you need to hear the tone and the content of that voice. What is it saying to you? We are actually lifting or rather we are actually picking up now and understanding the nature of the one who speaks in all of these. So that when you hear certain things, you would and you should be able to discern who it is from. So God convicts, the devil condemns. God will always try to pull you out of the pit and not push you down further. That's the devil's job. God's voice stills you, calms you. The devil's voice torments. And remember, it's not only the tone. It is also about what is the content of the, what you are hearing. Now, God reassures you. The devil threatens you. God leads you, the devil pushes you. A good example of that is seen in Matthew chapter 4, where we see the Spirit, that is the Holy Spirit, led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted. He led him. But the devil said, throw yourself down, throw from the temple top. He pushed or he coaxed him to jump. So God leads, the devil pushes. God will not compel you. 
He will not force you. The devil will insist and he will try to exercise force where necessary by taking over, by creating strongholds that control. So God does not seek to control you in any way, but the devil seeks control. I have heard many people in the past say, and it's very unfortunate, and they say the Holy Spirit told them to harm themselves in some instances, even take their own lives. And when you hear that, you should know that it is not him. He will never ask you to harm yourself. Okay, next. God enlightens you, the devil confuses you. God forgives you, the devil condemns you. That's a big difference. God calms you, the devil stresses you. God encourages you, the devil discourages you. God comforts you, the devil worries you. God's voice brings peace in our spirit. The devil's voice agitates or it gives a feeling of uneasiness. This is one of the most common ways while when you are making certain decisions or when you encounter a person, if there is something in your spirit that says, I feel uneasy around this person or around this kind of a decision or an outcome, then that's your spirit telling you that this doesn't look like it is from God. You need to think again. You need to reassess. You need to ask the Lord for direction, for discernment. God reconfirms his word and is bound by its jurisdiction because it is his law. He will not break that word. We see that in 1 John chapter 4 where he talks about discerning spirits. The devil on the other hand will instigate you to break the law. He has no regard for it and will challenge it. God reconfirms your identity. We've just seen this a couple of days ago. The devil seeks to steal your identity and to keep you from knowing it. God gives you authority and position. The devil can only give you sin and fall from grace. That's the other thing that he would give you. All that he talks about is throw yourself down from the top of the temple. So even if you reach the top and you've spiritually grown, the only thing he will tell you is throw yourself down. God gives you freedom. The devil only brings bondage. In fact, God is a giver. He gave first. He sacrificed Jesus for our sake, for our redemption. Jesus says, I came that you may have life and have it to the full. He came to give salvation. The devil, on the other hand, is only a taker. All he knows is steal, kill and destroy. These are different forms of taking, not giving. God is love. And when you feel that in your spirit, then you know it is from him. But the devil has nothing to do with love. All he knows is hate. Steal, kill and destroy. 
because when we start operating out of love then he loses his control over that situation then you start to operate in the image and likeness of god so that's the next thing god gave us his own holy image and likeness the devil hates that image and is out to destroy it and that is why he is pitted against men he is hell bent on destroying everything in our character because that reminds him of god and that image is confirmed in god's holy in god's word and it represents holiness the image of god so if you are being led to take on an image that does not stand in holiness if you are being enticed to take on that image that does not stand for holiness check who it is that is telling you to do this is it the devil is the first question you need to ask in your discernment and whatever is being said or whatever encouragement is being provided does that align with the word of god i would encourage you to read john 1 john chapter 4 which talks about discernment of spirits jesus gave us the condensed law into great laws love god and then love your neighbor as yourself coming back to that love now so if anyone or anything asks you to go against these that is to not love god maybe they even tell you that he doesn't exist there is no such thing as god and further says do harm to your neighbor whatever voice you hear that says to harm your neighbor and by neighbor it could be people in your family it could be your friend circle it could be anyone that is close to you that's why it's called neighbor if you hear a voice telling you to get angry with them to harm them to punish them to exact revenge on them we saw brother vivek teach 1 peter 3 verse 9 the other day so if anything speaks of harm or speaks anything other than love god and love your neighbor then you should know that that voice is not of jesus it is not from god finally god will always respect your will and your choices satan will try to manipulate your will by usurping pinning you down into submission and by beguiling so it's still again a form of stealing god will always respect your will and your choices so now when jesus stands at the door knocking and so does the devil who will you let into your house into your life who will you partner with and fraternize with you need to assess examine the contents of that voice what is it saying to you where is it leading you and then look at it or listen to it assess it filter it through the lens of the bible the word of god when your spirit will also bear witness to that voice when you compare it or when you assess it against all that we've been reflecting on this morning so you will know in your spirit whose voice it is 
and at the same time being connected with that word of god and learning more of what the word of god talks about his nature his image and what are the do's and don'ts for us then you will know based on what he has said whether we align the voice aligns with what his word speaks then it is his voice and if it doesn't and more importantly if that voice does not acknowledge that jesus christ came in the flesh you will see that in 1 john chapter 4 if it does not acknowledge jesus christ coming in the flesh as the christ as the lord of lords then such a voice is definitely not from god so the question there is whose agenda if you fraternize with one or the other whose agenda are you fulfilling that fraternity will fulfill their agenda whether you like it or not and whether you know it or not more importantly that will still move ahead is it god's agenda for your life of abundance and dominion in his kingdom which he will tell you in any case or is it the devil who does not tell you anything he will only steal kill and destroy quietly it is time that you start recognizing the doors and windows in your life that you have left open where you have let the devil in and you start to chase him and his friends out father in the name of jesus i pray and i ask lord for the gift of discernment of spirits and of these voices knowing that there's a third voice also into the mix a fourth voice as well the third voice is our own voice of our flesh and the fourth voice is that of the secular all around us others help us to discern amidst all that chaos and all these voices lord which one is the voice of the lord and which one we will then listen to i ask for that gift of discernment to be stirred up in each of our spirits this day father so that we can make an informed decision informed by your spirit who bears witness in our spirit informed by your word that we have that he himself has actually impressed upon our heart you said i will put my laws on their heart so that out of what you have given us their father we shall choose wisely in the name of jesus i ask for that edification in our spirit this day and as we pray for spiritual edification we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends we pray lord for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease for all families that are embattled facing division and separation we pray also lord for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives especially that of prayerlessness busyness ignorance poverty all kinds of addictions compulsions and afflictions as well we pray for our own personal needs those of our families and our friends especially those that are not yet saved father we thank you that you have heard us that you always hear us as we release our prayer and our faith making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit we believe that we have received lord we believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of jesus i encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in
those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarah 
today when as you are praying i seen a vision of an old engine railway uh it was honking and it was running on the tracks very well and i sense the lord speaking about spiritual nourishment and the word of god that i sense was from matthew 44 it is written man shall not live by bread alone but from every word that comes from the mouth of god amen amen thank you jesus we have a couple of scriptures that have been shared in the chat a few actually the first one is from john 10 verses 3 and 4 quoted from the niv where it is written the gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out when he has brought out all his own he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice there's another scripture about god and his spirit leading not pushing praise god a second scripture shared in the chat is 1 peter 2 verse 9 quoted from the niv where it says but you are a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation god's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light and a third scripture is from galatians 5 verse 22 to 23 quoted from the niv where it says but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace forbearance kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self control against such things there is no law and if the voice that you hear is leading you towards producing this kind of fruit fruit then you know it is the voice of the holy spirit not the devil praise god thank you jesus There was also a scripture that I received that is a confirmation of this one, which is from one John chapter four. This is verse eight, but it says, "He that does not know love, or he that does not love, does not know God, for God is love." Praise God! Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, our daily divine mercy and rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible study sessions, please share links to Zoom and YouTube recordings that are available on YouTube as well as on our Spotify podcast page, and also share a link to the Telegram group. So if you are being blessed, give it as a gift so that others can join. They can be blessed with enriching their word life, their prayer content. and start seeing more of answered prayer that's the whole objective of the current bible study series as well that we are learning and more importantly when they are part of the group others can pray with them on their prayer requests as well that's our reminder about our bible study session this friday the topic is the power of your words 
way. Change your words and you can change your life. So this topic can change your prayer life and we will learn to speak God's word in all situations and see answered prayer. Brother Vivek has talked about a range of exercises that we could do. I hope you are using those in your practice. So we'll share links to this Bible study session for Zoom and YouTube. We'll share those links on all our platforms. Please share them around and encourage others to come and be blessed. And at the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless you all. God bless.